Welcome to the Street Photography Magazine podcast, priceless inspiration and advice for street photographers everywhere. Hello again, and welcome to the Street Photography Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Bob Patterson, publisher of Street Photography Magazine, and this is the place for inspiration and advice by street photographers for street photographers. Well, if I sound a little different today, that's because I'm working remotely and I'm not using my regular audio gear. Matter of fact, my remote microphone setup and recording setup just died, so I'm going to use my iPhone instead. I wanted to share a little story about how I started Street Photography Magazine because I did it pretty much by accident. Over the past 10 years, I've owned a web development business that specializes in creating online training websites. Basically, I'm a training professional and a geek. But back in 2013, I was researching what was then some new iPad magazine technology that looked like it had a very good application for delivering training content over time through the uh, app store or through the magazine stand. I purchased a license to create an app, and I had to actually create a magazine just to get my head around the software to learn how it worked. So I decided to make a magazine about something I really love, one of my great loves in life, which is street photography. Well, the magazine took off, and I haven't looked back, and that was over six and a half years ago. But my day job is still leveraging internet technology to deliver training online. And I continue to be intrigued by some of the creative ways that people are using this technology to help others learn new skills. Not long ago, I met the founders of LightMob, who have created a really cool mobile-based photography knowledge-sharing platform. That's a mouthful, right? That enables you to connect directly with an instructor to learn a very wide variety of photography skills, not just street photography. It looked really cool, so I had to give it a try myself. I signed up for a lesson with award-winning street photographer David Ingram, who's located in Los Angeles. I have to tell you, it was a very unique learning experience, and I learned a lot from David. Uh, Plus, I just love his work. You have to check it out. We're going to put a link in the show notes to David's website so you can see for yourself. And today, our guests are Kevin Gondo and Carter Williams, the founders of LightMob. They will tell us more about themselves and about this unique photography learning platform that they created. So, have a listen. And with me today are two guests from a company called LightMob, lightmob.io, Kevin Gondo and Carter Williams. Uh, Met up with them several weeks ago when they reached out to tell us about their platform that uh, they're going to talk about. about, It's all about uh, teaching photography uh, via the iPhone. And I even had a chance to try it out and uh, met up in the process, met up with a photographer who I have a great respect for, uh, which we'll talk about him in a little bit as well. But anyway, welcome. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having us, Bob. Hey, Bob. Okay, just one at a time. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you got to this place where you created this platform. And when you start, tell us who's who so everybody can tell the voices apart as we talk. Sure. So, Kevin, why don't, you, uh, why don't you kick it off, Val? Hey guys, um, this is Kevin speaking. Um, you know, Bob, thank you so much for having us. Uh, we're incredibly thrilled to be sharing everything that we're working on here at LightMob, and um, you know, 
we're we're really excited about what we um, you know want to do for the photography community and digital creatives out there. Um, a little bit about my background. Um, you know, I spent my childhood in Westchester, New York, and then I uh, moved to Texas and studied business and finance at the University of Texas at Austin. Um, and uh, you know, I've, I've was working in finance and, and found myself in the Bay Area. Um, and, and so that's kind of how I found my roots here. And, you know, I've, I've always been, you know, an, an amateur photographer, you know, I've been very passionate about, um, you know, traveling and, you know, I've been, um, you know, always, always very, you know, incredibly impressed by how photography, um, you know, mixed with traveling, um, for me personally, um, you know, has let me not only capture still images, but, you know, tell a story and, uh, you know, tell narratives of, you know, memories that I've had. And so, you know, then, then having the ability to share those, um, you know, is really where my passion is. And, um, you know, along the lines, I've, I've met Carter here, uh, one of the co-founders at, at LightMob. Um, and, you know, we are on a mission here to, to build something for digital creatives. And, um, you know, we're, we're uh, excited to get into it here. Wow. Austin, hook them horns, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Carter, what about you? Hey, um, yes. Yeah, so I'm Canadian by background uh, and then grew up kind of in the U.S., lived in four Canadian provinces, three U.S. states, and Norway for a while. So I linked up with Kevin in high school, um, and we had way too many shared interests, so he quickly became my best friend. And, you know, <laughs> first and foremost of them was was photography, and so – um, you know, we, we decided to pursue this light mob opportunity, uh, you know, last year, sort of, we, we've always been kind of DSLR amateur photographers and, um, really hadn't relied on the iPhone for anything more than kind of snapshots. Um, and, you know, but as we, as we start to kind of want to leverage our phone more and more because we are missing so many photo opportunities along the way. Um, you know, the, the impromptu photo shoot was never really occurring for us, uh, unless we had our camera on us. Um, you know, we really start to kind of dig into the capabilities of the iPhone camera. Um, you know, those shot on iPhone billboards that you see all the time and you look at them and you go, how the heck did somebody take that? Um, when you compare it to your blurry camera roll, right? Um, and so it, that just kind of led us down a path of, okay, like let's, let's learn how to do this. And, and we found a very fragmented education market around, uh, mobile pro image processing generally. Um, you know, it's, it's really, um, about asynchronous videos on, <clears throat> excuse me, YouTube, uh, a few maybe on Skillshare kind of thing, but nothing really other than that. And, and then you can maybe if you're lucky, find an in-person meetup somewhere along the way. Um, you know, and, and Kevin and I have always been ones that really enjoy kind of traditional learning method of, of teacher and student having an interactive experience with them as opposed to, you know, the kind of autodidactics, asynchronous self-study that, that you do with a video platform. And so um, we really saw an opportunity to basically, you know, build a, build a technology where you could uh, be connected over video chat um, with kind of best in class mobile screen sharing to to professional photographers and and have them kind of coach you through that process. So um, yeah, we 
we've started with iPhone photography because we built the iPhone first. We we just launched an iPad product last week. Um, oh, good. And so that tailors more to the more traditional photography market. Um, you know, a lot of photographers are kind of, you know, moving their post-processing flow to tablets. They really enjoy that tactile experience. Um, and so, you know, we have some amazing photographers on there that are that are teaching everything from capture to edit. Um, and with our screen sharing solution, it's as if you're kind of right there with them. Um, you know, we, we probably spent eight months optimizing the video chat capabilities. And so it's kind of highest resolution, lowest latency of any video calling platform in the world. And uh, we're, we're really excited about it. And it's, uh, it's a cool experience. Yeah. So why don't you just tell us basically what LightMob is? Sure. So it is a marketplace for digital creatives to share knowledge. Uh, and if you want to learn, then it's a place for you. And so, you know, we we have right now 20 teachers on the platform. We've been launched for a month. Uh, and some of the accolades of these guys are, are truly impressive. Um, you know, as I said, we kind of focused on the mobile photography space uh, to begin with. And so, you know, we have guys like David Ingram on the platform who you know, is the black and white photographer of the year from the Mobile Photography Awards in 2015. Uh, we got Christian Horgan on the platform, who, you know, is a 2017 iPhone Photography Awards Landscape Photographer of the Year. Um, and the list goes on. We have about probably eight or nine guys who have won their genre um, at, either at the iPhone Photography Awards or the Mobile Photography Awards, um, on top of several other artists that you know, everything from um, bloggers with a ton of following based on, on Instagram to shot on iPhone feature artists uh, by Apple, et cetera. And so really a diverse community of creatives that are kind of, you know, teaching on the platform right now um, and really kind of a skill set that uh, for something for everyone, whether you want to, you know, learn how to kind of take abstract photos on your phone or do black and white street photography or, you know, do color street photography or, you know, something else entirely landscapes, et cetera. Um, it's, it's a place to go and you can get connected to these photographers in a live video call and get a private one-on-one -on -one lesson or jump into a group class. Um, from the customer side, um, it's exactly that it's, it's knowledge sharing, and you're, you're, it's like it's like going to uh, an in-person workshop to to learn how to take photos and everything from the photo walk experience um, where, you know, your teacher or yourself are, are casting your screen while you're live in the field and they can help you through the full photo composition process um, to, you know, the post-processing phase. But how do you make how do you get the most out of the images you captured and, and how do you really make them pop and, and tell the story you want them to tell and and do it with a brand of your own. And so um there's there's hundreds of workshops on the platform right now i think everybody hundreds is probably an overstatement there's probably about you know at least two or three for each uh teacher on the platform right now and so um yeah we've we've had rave reviews from all our students so far and now it's just about uh, putting it in more people's hands and and uh showing the world what we can do why well, um I had an opportunity to take one of the classes uh, from David Ingram out in Los Angeles, and uh, I, I actually own his book. He just published a new book. One of the most creative people I've seen uh, in street photography, no matter what camera you're using. Um, very, very fresh approach, I think. But anyway, so I, I had an opportunity to work with him through LightMob, and what, what really nailed it for me was I was able to see through his camera 
and he uses Hipstamatic, an app that I've never been that crazy about until I actually saw him actually use it in real life. And it's such an eye-opener. I mean, it, it it's such a better experience than somebody sitting in front of a YouTube video showing you their their screen because, you know, you can stop him, you can talk to him, you can ask him questions, he can explain what he's doing. Uh, it it was really good. He he really lit my fire to spend more time shooting with my iPhone, and I've been doing quite a bit of it ever since. That's amazing to hear. We yeah, uh, that's just glad you just had a good time. Experience. Um, and it, it was really cool to do it with somebody with a photographer who I really respect their work. And it, what you do is you get a chance to to get in between their ears, you get inside their head, and understand what they're doing and what they're thinking and you know how they make decisions um, yeah we're bob we're we're really excited about you know this kind of this kind of new um interactive um experience that that students can have um with you know some really amazing photographers you know um you know as you said it, it creates a really collaborative experience and one um that that really um, is powerful for, for, for people that are trying to learn, um, you know, photography. So, um, yeah, we, we, uh, we're really excited about kind of the new formats of, of lessons that can be had on the platform. Yeah. You know, you said one thing that, that I didn't realize that the platform does, but it makes total sense is the instructor can see what you're doing. So you can be out in the field shooting. I would assume you could have your earbuds on and he could say, the instructor could stop you and say, wait a minute, turn to the left a little bit. You're missing the scene right there. Pay attention <laughs> to that. It's like having a, a body camera on, right? Absolutely. Or even just, you know, moving, moving ever so slightly to just reframe yeah. the subject that you're moving on right now. And, uh, you know, making sure you got your right exposure set. Um, you know, if you want to move to a more advanced camera app, mm -hmm. maybe Lightroom camera, et cetera, making sure that, you know, you got your shutter speed correct to, to really kind of get the effect you want. It uh, it's really really cool to have you know these pro photographers um, right over your shoulder, and you know it's it's actually something with the screen sharing capability, with the live video calling, and it's all HD. It's um, it's not something a learning format that we think of has ever really been had before in in photography, right? Because never have you been able to see through somebody else's camera and coach them through that process like that until, uh, until now, unless, you know, unless they had their camera kind of projected out on a screen. Um, but even then, then they're not really in the wild shooting. Right. So, um, it's, uh, it's really, really cool to get connected to these guys. And it's so much more than just, Oh, how do I, you know, move the exposure dial around to make sure that, uh, or, you know, how do I do selective edits? It's so much more than kind of the ones and zeros of, of the apps themselves and more about creating art and learning the process. Um, and so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, we're, we're excited <laughs> not to repeat ourselves, but it's, uh, it's an awesome experience. Yeah. And I encourage people to take their phones more seriously. We have a very active Facebook group and I had Somebody posted, you know, what, what camera do you use on the street? You know, we get those things all the time. And someone said, do I use my iPhone or use my Android? I forget what it was. And someone else chimed in and said, well, a, a, a smartphone is for quick snapshots. A camera is for serious photography. 
And personally, I think that's BS. I mean, if you see the work of people like David Ingram and uh, Kochi Hernandez and uh, many of these other uh, mobile photographers, I, you'll, you'll change your mind. Totally. Yeah. We, uh, we were just talking to a guy, Jack Longsworth today, um, you know, who, who's been a professional photographer his entire life and just so happened one day his camera equipment didn't show up to a shoot, uh, when yeah. he was traveling, uh, for huh. a client and he got, it got lost in transit on the plane and all he had with him was his iPhone and he had to improvise. And, and that was his aha moment that, oh my God, this, the technology is catching up. Right. And, you know, as we, the hardware is advancing every year, I think, you know, Apple's rumored to be putting out a phone with, you know, three lenses and doubling the megapixels of any iPhone and previously, uh, with the, with the new iPhone coming out, don't call me on that. Cause it's just rumors, but, um, <laughs> and then we move and then we move to, you know, like computational photography and the ability for, for smartphones to be able to kind of, you know, apply, the AI of 1.2 trillion smartphone pictures being taken around the world these days um, to your uh, to your images and and kind of process them on the fly is uh, is pretty incredible and it's really freeing. It's uh, to not carry your camera bag around everywhere is is something that uh, you know it's it's actually really liberating and and when you have the ability to create. Um, when otherwise in, in any setting, any time, right? Like obviously the age old adage of the best camera is the one you have in your pocket or the one you have on you. We've, we've translated that to the one you have in your pocket. And, uh, you know, it's for me personally, as a creative, it's been incredibly, incredibly liberating. And I think it's really just taken my creative process to a different level. Just, um, you know, not feeling like I'm bound at any point in time by the equipment I have on me and, and learning to use the equipment I have. So, it's cool. So I'm uh, I'm big into landscape photography and kind of uh, architectural photography. Um, I guess urban landscapes, if you will. Mm-hmm. I uh, you know I I kind of grew up as all over the world. I kind of told you guys in my background, and um, one of the things that really hit home for me along the way was how you know an environment, a geography, and a setting can really kind of influence people and the culture within the community, and. Uh, so I'm, I, I always feel kind of most at home when I'm, when I'm out, outside exploring. And, um, you know, I find often that, uh, the subject matter for me is, is really landscapes and, and, and beautiful buildings around me. So being in the Bay area recently, we moved out here last year in May has been, you know, an incredible boon for me as a creative because, uh, you know, it's just so the subjects are so easy out here, whether you got the Sierra mountains, uh, or, you know, the bridges in the Bay or, you know, the amazing Hills, downtown San Francisco and the coastline. It's, uh, it makes it pretty easy to be inspired. Yeah. I think my, uh, my style is, is, is pretty similar to Carter's. I'm, um, you know, I love shooting nature, um, and architecture. Um, I think, I think my, my interest in architecture was inspired by one of my friends, uh, Greg Budihanto is an up and coming architecture and uh, architect. And, um, you know, he really turned me on to, to shooting with my phone, you know, at every moment that you're walking around the city, it's, um, you know, capturing the, um, really interesting angles, you know, contrasted with the sky, um, has been something that I've found really fun, um, because mm-hmm. it, it completely, um, is the 
um, you know, puts me outside of my comfort zone, which is, I, you know, na- uh, shooting nature um, photography. And I've always been, uh, you know, really passionate about exploring the natural world and capturing those moments. And so I, I've found uh, joy in, in both of those kind of uh, categories. Do you have any, either either of you, by the way, do you, ha- do you have any favorite iPhone camera app or do you just use the standard uh, built-in camera? So I've recently started exploring more with the the camera within Lightroom. So I, I typically do my post-processing stuff mostly in Lightroom, um, sometimes Snapseed, but yeah, majority Lightroom. And so uh, the camera in Lightroom, you know, allows you to shoot in RAW um, and then edit in RAW. And so that's that's something that uh, you know the iPhone native app doesn't do. And so I've been I've been exploring that more, and it's been. Uh, it's been cool to see my edits, um, you know, just get more depth to them as, as I've moved to that, to that raw file. And so, um, yeah. You know, it's funny. I use, you know, I use uh, mobile Lightroom myself and I never realized they have a camera. Yeah. I, I recently discovered the camera within it myself, uh, after taking a lesson, uh, on the Lightroom camera on, on LightMob with, with a guy named Mark Hemmings. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's it's been really cool because it kind of gives you that full manual control of you know a traditional DSLR or mirrorless camera. Whether you want to adjust the exposure, you want to adjust the shutter speed, the ISO, um, the white balance, anything in between, you have it all on your screen as you're taking these shots. Um, and so you know it's really kind of given depth to my to my mobile photography that I didn't have previously. So yeah, and I'm really happy. You're introducing the iPad app. Um, I've been taking only my iPad when I travel um, and using that, even, you know, using my uh, Fuji. I'll upload the photos to that and and edit them in there. Um, But I guess my my big question is, what does does iPad OS have in store for us, and what are you doing to take advantage of it if anything, or is it maybe just too early? Yeah, no, we, uh, we've been running the beta of, uh, of iPad OS on, on, uh, our testing devices and we're working on some cool stuff. It's, uh, it's a technological challenge in itself. Um, but really we're going to move to kind of like a full multitasking capability. So you can be, you know, kind of have the light mob app on top of, you know, whatever app you're working in at the time, um, within your lesson. And so, um, you know, you'll really be, have this incredible interactive experience, uh, that allows you to be kind of in the video call while also in the app at the same time. Whereas, you know, on the iPhone, the lack of multitasking, you'll have the video call or you'll have the call in the background, if you will, while you're working in Lightroom and you can hear your teacher and they can see you, but you can't necessarily see them. So, uh, that's something we're really excited about. Um, you know, the interface with the Apple pencil is, is really cool. Um, and so, yeah, those are just a few of the things that, that iPad brings you that, that iPhone doesn't. Um, and, and, you know, eventually we want to move the platform to, to Mac OS as well, um, and bring it to desktop for, for people who still do their post-processing flow on desktop. So, um, kind of the, the capabilities are, or the options are really endless with, with everything we can do there. But, uh, you know, Bob, just like you, I'm, I, I prefer to do most of my uh, editing post-processing flow on, on my iPad just because, you know, that tactile experience, that 13-inch screen and, and as high resolution as it is, it's uh, 
with with the stylus it's just you know it's it's a feeling you can't really get uh mm-hmm. with a mouse and a computer or, or on your phone and so um yeah the ipad product was was really exciting for me personally so yeah i hear the uh the beta right now is pretty rough is that true <laughs> It uh, it definitely has some uh, it definitely has some sticking points for sure, um, but uh, but the core experience of of our app has been holding up within the beta. So we've been working to uh, report any bugs we see along the way. So when you I, I won't get into the geeky stuff too much. But I have to ask. I mean, so when you're developing for something on a on a new uh, a new uh, version of ios this early i mean do you like go down the road a ways and create some things and then all of a sudden they do some bug fixes and then you have to back up and change what you did Uh, is it yeah 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 absolutely it's uh you know i think they try to make the transition between operating systems as seamless as possible but you know we we really have to have kind of uh dependencies within our code based on on what operating system you know any ios or ipad user is op- is running on because um you know there's there's a lot of people in the world who have a brand new iphone but or you know have the latest version of iphone but didn't update their software sure. from two oh, years yeah. ago because they just kind of kicked the can on it so you know we have to be optimized for ios 10 ios 11 because we really don't want anybody you know to kind of um be left out of the experience and so um you know, but really our, our technology does best on obviously iOS 12 and, and, you know, we'll be even better on iOS 13. And so, yeah, it's definitely something you have to account for. Um, and, and some things just crash on some operating systems and they, you know, work wonderfully on others. And so it is, it is a bit of a nightmare to figure it all out, but it's, it's good for the ecosystem because, you know, the technology is always advancing and it's just, it's just making things more efficient, pushing, you know, the capabilities of, of every app and every operating system further. And so, um, yeah, it's something, it's something that we're happy to adapt to. Uh, do you guys get any sleep? I got sleep once. <laughs> <laughs> you moved to that beautiful city and you're probably working all the time. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think I can speak for Kevin and I that, uh, you know, our creative flow has taken a bit of a hit with uh, kind of being full-time, starting a startup. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we still try to uh, to get out and shoot, even if it's just on the late, late night walk home kind of thing. So, um, and then obviously make time for, for everything else that's important in life, family, friends. But uh, it's been, uh, it's been a, it's been a long and, uh, it's been an exciting road. It's been probably the best job of my life, but it's also been the most demanding by far. So, yeah, well, you have to be young. That's for sure. <laughs> so, what's, uh, so what are you getting the best feedback about? What are, what are people most excited about in terms of like specific courses? Uh, something that we're really excited about, um, you know, are the editing uh, lessons in Snapseed. You know, we have a couple pros that have, some pretty unbelievable uh, workshops that they offer. You know, Mark Hemmings, for example, um, does a great editing class um, where, you know, he can see your screen as you're editing a picture and, you know, he, um, you know, will work hand in hand with you to, you know, make sure that, you know, the picture of your favorite moment from your vacation, um, you know, looks amazing. And, 
um, you know, having that personalized, um, you know, interaction um, is really powerful. And, um, you know, another great editing um, workshop that, that we've seen, um, you know, do really well is, um, you know, a Snapseed lesson by Alex Jang. He's a uh, he he was featured in the Apple Shot on iPhone um, campaign, where you know his, you know he, he had one of his images selected and um, you know uh, put on one of those huge billboards um, around the world. And you know you look at them and say, you know how the heck did someone take that? Um, you know he um, will personally kind of talk through the fundamentals of of you know not only how he captured that, but how he can. Um, you know, really amplify a picture, um, and and you know, and then how can you translate that into your photography? And so, um, you know, those those editing courses, um, you know, are something that that we've seen, um, you know, people really excited about. I, I would say on top of that, though, it gets it gets so much deeper than just editing. Um, you know, I think uh, the course you took, Bob, was a creative composite course, um, which you know. Again, we've, we, I think we've belabored the point about how amazing David Ingram's lessons are, but, um, you know, like that's kind of the scope of it, it goes through the whole photo capture through editing, through, you know, creating these composite works of art, uh, as lessons. And so, um, you know, there's kind of a lesson for everyone. One of the ones that I've really enjoyed taking the most actually was, was actually just a composition lesson with, uh, Christian mm-hmm. Horgan. Um, you know, he, I, I mentioned at the beginning, but he's, you know, uh, an amazing landscape photographer out of out of Australia, uh, 2017 Landscape Photographer of the Year from the iPhone Photography Awards. Um, and it was really just in the iOS photo app. Um, but we were out in the field together and I was, you know, I had kind of gone for a run out to the to the uh, Golden Gate Bridge. And obviously it's a pretty easy subject to, to mm-hmm. really. But you know, thinking about composition of the bridge in ways that I had never thought of, um, and angles that I wouldn't have thought of and, you know, cropping the image in ways that I hadn't thought of to really, you know, pull different aspects out of the bridge and tell a different story than, you know, I, I, I would have approached it from was, was just a really compelling experience for me to, to, you know, have, you know, as we said previously, just get between the ears of, of somebody who's truly an expert in their field. Um, and it, I, th- I think it made me a lot better because it just gave me a totally new perspective on, on something I do every single day. Yeah. There's just no substitute for just sitting down with somebody one-on-one and uh, picking their brain. And this gives you an opportunity to do that. Um, well, before we go, let me ask, what does it cost to take one of your classes? Sure. So the, uh, courses all vary in, um, in price really. I think probably the lowest price course on the platform is around 10 or 15 bucks. And, you know, they go upwards of a hundred bucks. It's, uh, it's all, you know, the, we are really just a platform as a service to these, uh, photographers. And so, you know, they set their own kind of curriculum and their own pricing. Um, and really it's, it's totally their process to own. Think of us kind of like, you know, Airbnb, if you will, where, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it, we don't have any control over the house or the price or anything else. It's just, uh, you know, the artist to make of it what they want. And so, um, you know, there's kind of a, there's, there's a lesson for every price point, 
Um, and, you know, from amazing photographers across the spectrum, it's not like, you know, all the best photographers on our platform are giving hundred dollar lessons and all the bad ones are giving $15 lessons. It's, um, you know, I think it's a combination of where they are in the world. Um, you know, a lot of them are internationally based. And so, um, you know, the, the, the price point in their local market is a little lower. And so that gets, you know, distributed kind of globally and to the benefit of, of maybe somebody in, in North America. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty accessible and, and, uh, you know, although it is, although it is a little more expensive than, you know, a free YouTube video or, um, whatever it's, it's, it's an experience that's kind of second to none. And I think, uh, all of our, all of our customers so far have said that it was definitely worth the price of admission. Yeah. Well, you get what you pay for. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, so really, you've basically created a market. You're bringing buyers and sellers together. They just happen to be trainers and trainees or teachers and students. Um, so speaking of being a teacher, how would somebody, say somebody has something to teach, and they're interested in doing it on your platform, what's the process they go through, and and how do you vet these people? Yeah, um, if, you know, we're always looking to, you know, enable digital creatives. Um, and, you know, we're happy to have the conversation with anyone that wants to, um, be part of what we're trying to do. And, you know, you can, they can go to our website, um, www.lightmob.io. Um, we have a a become a pro, um, application process and, you know, we, we really like to get to know, um, every pro that's on the platform. You know, one thing that, um, we've really learned, um, you know, over the last couple of months is how close knit, um, the community is, um, you know, how, um, unbelievably passionate these people are. And so we love having conversations, getting to know them, um, and, you know, in, introduce them into the light mob community and, and hopefully enable them, um, you know, with our platform, um, in a way that, um, can, can benefit them. And is there, well, I know there's gotta be some type of revenue share. Is that, something you can talk about? Yeah. So, um, you know, the revenue split for, for pros and for us is, is, uh, 20% revenue, uh, 20% of all revenue generated on the platform, uh, comes to us. And so, um, you know, I think the pros price their lessons accordingly to account for that, but, um, you know, it's, it's, they, they, I think everybody kind of views it as more than fair for us to be, uh, you know, keeping the lights on and providing the technology and, you know, the marketing, the distribution and, you know, paying them out and, and tax filings and everything in between that, uh, sure. that goes into building a business on the platform. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been fun so far. Well, that's great. So what's new? What, I mean, what other than that, I mean, anything new coming up that we can expect or you just keep on improving the platform? Definitely. So, um, you know, we're building out right now kind of, uh, you'll notice that, um, you know, the app itself. So we spent, you know, probably six to eight months really, really optimizing the video calling capabilities. Um, cause that is, you know, the core experience of the app, but you'll notice that the discovery flow, if you will, to like how to book a lesson, um, mm-hmm. you know, at the moment leaves a little to be desired. It's, uh, you know, it's very much what, uh, what they call in the tech community an, an MVP, a minimal viable product. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we just wanted to get it out there into the hands of people and start, you know, learning from, from the community as 
as quickly as possible on it. And so um, really what we're focused on right now is that kind of discovery flow and the booking flow, et cetera, just to like really improve that process within the app. And then um, beyond that, we're, you know, looking to build a desktop version in short order in order to get people, um, you know, who do, as I said, who do want to kind of do their post-processing flow still on on their Mac or their PC or whatever, um, you know, into the mix there. And then I think we've had some demand for uh, some bigger rooms, a webinar type setting where, you know, yeah. right now we do kind of, Right now, right now we do kind of a one-on-one lesson or group classes up to 10 students. Um, and, you know, there's been some demand uh, and we've been talking to uh, some some pretty big name photographers that are, you know, not mobile photographers. But uh, mm-hmm. but uh, and I, I won't mention any names right now, but uh, some guys that would could definitely fill up a 300 person room uh, for like a for a webinar type setting. And so. Um, you know, we're, we're going to be focused on that in fairly short order in terms of, you know, how do we make it as interactive as possible while, you know, kind of having that bigger room available. And so, um, it's, it's a design problem we got to think through, but, uh, I'm sure it'll keep us busy for a while. Wow. it's very cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what's next. So, well, thank you very much. Now, why don't you tell us one more time where people can find you? Sure. We, uh, you know, www.lightmob.io is the website, or you can find us in the app store by just searching Lightmob. So um, we should be the first app that comes up when you search Lightmob, unless somebody took out an ad against us. <laughs> but, no, uh, no, you're still first. Perfect. Yeah. We're, uh, we're offering free trials on the platform. You know, we want to get, um, you know, students introduced to the experience because, you know, we think that people are going to have a lot of fun with it. And, uh, you know, Please, please feel free to to pick a lesson from from any of our really talented pros. You know, we're we're really excited about getting people introduced to the experience. Absolutely. Well, great. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you coming again, Kevin Gondo, Carter Williams. Come back again in a few months and let us know what's new. Absolutely, we'd love to. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, thanks to the audience for listening, and uh, yeah, we hope you guys have some fun. Uh, learning from from some of the pros on the platform so thanks again bob it's been uh it's been a pleasure yeah thanks so much bob this is a lot of fun i appreciate um you letting us share um everything that we're doing here at light bob 